Hey babes, welcome to the podcast. It's Emily and Abigail. And on today's episode, we are going to be recapping basically all of March Madness and Andrew's episode, kind of give you guys some things to look forward to, and also talk about a topic that I think is very personal for both me and Abigail. Um, It's really how to overcome trauma in a healthy way. Um, I think in just the light of things that's been going around on social media, um, what this month is, what last month, and just everything that's going on in the world, just trying to keep a healthy mindset and trying to overcome things, I think is a very important subject that's not brought to light in the most positive way. For sure. Um, so we're going to kind of cover that a little bit. So Abigail, you want you want to kick us off with our recap? Yeah. OK, so recap. If you haven't listened, we did have Caleb Gordon and Kenny Rivers on. That was awesome. Come we talked on now. About so good. Music and how music is just very effective on your soul, your mind, your thoughts, everything that you do. It's really connected to what you put in. What you put in is what's going to come out. And I think that was a really awesome episode because we got the perspective and also how they got to where they were today. One of the coolest things I think about March Madness was you heard firsthand testimonies. You heard where people once were versus where they are today. And one thing I really liked about Caleb's episode was that he talked about evidence and like how his life is evidence. And I think that just showcased through all of March Madness and all of the people that we interviewed it's just they've changed i think it's also cool just seeing kind of the humble beginnings of right. every single person that we've interviewed so far where they started and how far they've come and it's literally just you you have to have the right mindset in order to grow for sure and each person that we've interviewed has just really really encapsulated that like the drive yeah. the the mentality yeah. for it. you really have to have a change mentality to get where you want to go exactly and it's been very encouraging especially for emily and i starting this podcast and oh, like so encouraging wanting to grow it so and encouraging <laughs> it's it's been very much um humbling i think is the right way to put it mm-hmm. it's just been when you acknowledge that it's going to take work to where you want to be it's going to take effort. It's going to take determination and perseverance, even when things are difficult. You it's know? okay. It's not overnight. Yeah, it's okay. It's not overnight. Nothing happens overnight. Like it, it's a process. It's Nothing a process. Happens and overnight. the coolest thing is looking back. Like I think, especially for Emily and I, just looking at the past four months with the podcast, I think I'm still in shock about everything Dude, that has taken to where place. Where we are now, kind of crazy. We started. <laughs> okay, guys, we're, we're gonna insert a clip um, in today's <laughs> video. If you guys are like listening um, and it's not on YouTube or on TikTok or anything like that, please go check it out because you guys are going to laugh your butts off. The first (laughs) episode we ever recorded, we had no idea what we were doing. Correct. And we were like, there's so much static, like everything's not working. So we literally, literally made a blanket for underneath (laughs) my bed. You have two grown females underneath my bed trying to record. And it like we did it. We, we did we it. We did it. But we, uh, then we realized you can turn the mic volume down. Yeah, that was it. That's all you had to do. That was it. Yeah. So now we <laughs> the first episode <laughs> we ever recorded was in a fort. And my yeah. allergies were acting up because her dog. <laughs> Bro, this girl's allergic to dogs and didn't tell me until we're on the ground where he lays. And I'm like. And I'm like sneezing in the middle of the episode. I got tissue. <laughs> Guys, where again, where we have come from and where humble, we are, right to where we are now. Praise it's God. great. It's amazing. Um, but kind of, I guess, transitioning into um, what to expect from us. We're going to be interviewing Miss Evie. She is pretty awesome. Yes. If 
I do say so myself. Um, she's a TikToker, and guys, the message she spreads, the light that she spreads is incredible and she will be on next week's episode so stay tuned we're super yeah, excited we're super pumped and we have a lot of other stuff in store for you but for today like emily was saying we're just gonna kind of bring to light what is often not talked about and yeah. that's dealing with trauma dealing with mental health dealing with the things that honestly have such an effect not only on ourselves but the people that surround us yeah yeah so absolutely if you want to go ahead and start with that well i think I think first off, it's really identifying your mental health. Um, I think in anything that's traumatic or anything, it doesn't even have to be super traumatic. It can literally just be like where your mental state is at, where your motivation is. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it depression? Are you just feeling sad? Correctly identifying what that is because correctly identifying the root will help you figure out the correct way to go about getting healthy again. Um, I know for me, my main trigger, I guess you could say, would be it, w- it was major trauma for me. Um, I had been taken advantage of. And after that moment, I just I know my mental health just went really downhill yeah really really quickly and I didn't trust anyone I didn't trust my family and you know that saying like you know you build walls up around your heart it's like no like you seriously do and people don't um I I think unless you're dealing with that in your mental health you don't necessarily consider that a mental health issue correct and um I think that's completely wrong. It needs to be looked at like a mental health issue. You need to realize that whether whether or not you personally can see what's going on in someone's life or something, if, if there's an issue there, it is mental health. And right. um, I know overcoming just my own, how, do, how would I describe it? I know we've had conversations about it. How how did I yeah. really describe my state? Because I mean, I think it's just what happens is we end up being stagnant. We yeah, end up being exactly. Content. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Yeah, we end up being stagnant. content in that depression, in that anxiety, in that in mental the anger, state, in the anger. Mm-hmm. You know, every day you wake up and you're thinking of that circumstance again. Yeah, you're thinking of that situation. And I know for Emily and I both, we've definitely been through some traumatic cir- circumstances. And with that, there's going to be side effects. There's going to be consequences. But I think I've learned how to deal with that and how to take it captive and when i feel my past creeping up again yeah how to snap it and be done with it because what happens in today's society you relive it you relive we live in a society where everything is we have to relive it rehash it right re-talk about it you know repost about it and it's like okay hold on now wait a minute this is I think in trauma, especially there is a certain level of vulnerability that you need to have with right. other people, but also it's not something that's trending. Trauma is not trendy guys. Right. Um, and, and the society we live in definitely kind of makes it seem like that. Um, you know, you blow up on TikTok for sharing your trauma story and, that's true. and which in some cases it's good because it's healthy for other people to see that they're not alone. But I think your journey, you have to be careful because I know for me, and this is, I'm speaking from personal experience. So this is what happened with me. Um, It's obviously going to be different for each person. You have to self-evaluate for sure per individual. Um, But I definitely think 
you have to have a level of privacy and healing before you open up to other people and being 100%. careful yeah. who you open up to your trauma about yeah with. because who you allow to pour into you mm-hmm. is how you're going to deal with the circumstance uh-huh. because exactly. i know for me when i was going through a lot of things it was very easy for me to find someone who was going through something similar mm-hmm. and that exactly. can't help you that does not help you if you are going like two hundred people can't yeah, fix no, it together exactly <laughs> like one thing i learned is I would go to the same person. We would feed off each other and then we would both be in the same pit. Yep. You need to go to someone that's a season ahead of you. Exactly. You need to go to someone that's like, I've walked through that and this is what I did to get through it because otherwise you're going to continue to feed and you're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper into that pit because now you're picking up on their emotions. You're picking up on exactly. their trauma and who you allowed to pour into you has power in your life. It's not logical at that no. point. The, the, the advice, right. I guess in quotation marks, the advice that you're receiving is purely based off emotion, not off logic, truth, and fact. Right. And that's where it gets so messy for a lot of people our age. Yeah. I have to say, even for me, when I was going through my healing process of just trying to trust people again, it wasn't even necessarily guys. Like, I mean, for me, it w- rape was my main thing. Yeah. And for me, it wasn't even going back and trusting guys. It was like trusting like People my friends yeah. because like my friends were there yeah, when it happened. So it's like, you know, when you're going through that and then I found another person who went through something similar. And the fact is, is yeah, I might've been a little bit better at handling it, but the issue was we ended up just feeding so much off of each other's emotions. Right. And my advice was purely my own vendetta against other people. I was like, no, you can't trust them. No, you can't do this because that's what I was feeling. When in reality, this person had a really great support system, as did I. Of course. But we just were both so blinded by our own hurt. We couldn't, you can't differentiate what's real and not in that moment of course you really can't it's based off what feels good Mm -hmm. how to make myself better what makes me not think about it what makes me not feel it and guys if you're going through that reach out to someone who who is i would say stable in in therapy like We'll talk about therapy because we've both been through therapy and therapy (laughs) has a very interesting stigma to it. It does. I think one thing I want to put in is your mind is what determines your life. Mm -hmm. Your Your thoughts, your thoughts is what determines your life. If you're depressed and you try to burn it out by doing workouts, if you try to do all these different things and you're trying to fill that void, the void's still still not getting filled. It's just being pushed back. Yes. And one thing I realized, because I didn't go through therapy until this year um, mm-hmm. when I moved. And my whole entire life, I have been pushing away dealing with the trauma because I didn't want to feel those feelings. I didn't want to re-encounter because, guys, to heal, you have to go back to the root. You have to go back to the place yeah. where it hurt you the most. And you have to actually allow yourself to feel that because otherwise you're never going to move past it. If you don't go to the root of the problem, you're not going to be able to see why mm-hmm. you even felt that way in the first place. If it's like it's like when you're facing a bully, you have to face the yeah. bully straight head on. Running from a bully never does anything. And it's like you can't let your own past bully you in so much to That's where true. your future ends up being diminished. Yeah. And with that, you have to be able to recognize that unless you deal with the past 
it's going to continue to affect your future. I heard in a sermon one time that it's the first 18 years of someone's life that determines the rest of their life. And if you've dealt with it or not dealt with it. Yep. Why do you think so many people end up getting in a relationship and getting a divorce three years later? Because they haven't Mm -hmm. dealt with the childhood Mm -hmm. trauma where their parents got divorced. They haven't dealt with those circumstances. And it's because you have to look at the root because the childhood is when you're learning. It's when you're growing. It's when you're developing. That's what type of household you were in. How are you told to handle things? It's the most influential part of your life. So, of course, you have to go back to that, even if it hurts for a season. Because, guys, when I went through therapy, I went through it last semester. It was about six months. And... It was hard. I'm not going to lie. It was hard. But I'm telling you, if I did not walk through that, I would still be holding on to that pain. And I've never been in more freedom today than I've ever been in my life. No. And and it's the same thing for me. Like, I know, obviously, our traumas are a little, a little, a little different different and everything. Hers is more like family related. And mine's more like one traumatic instance and everything that kind of changed everything. But therapy for me, I immediately... You know, it took her a little bit to get into therapy. For me, it was like, no, we're getting you in therapy right away. Like, we're nipping this in the bud. Like, you're going to get the help that you need, like, right away. And I was so against it. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? You're like, no, you're fine. I need a shrink? Like, are you kidding? Like, no. Like, I already feel, like, crazy. Like, I don't need a therapist on top of that. Right. But through therapy, I realized it's like, wow, okay, yes, this trauma triggered a lot of things, but my reactions, the way I'm reacting, why I'm so angry, why I'm so this comes from a lot of different other things, actually. It comes from, okay, well, there was anger that I didn't deal with from my dad. Yeah. That's now manifesting in this area. There's um, anger from past hurt with friends that's now coming up even more so because now I've been really really hurt and it just like it pushes you over the edge and again like abigail's saying if you don't face it straight head on you're just delaying your own process and at that point it becomes it's your responsibility to accept and want the help and i know that's kind of a blunt and very um i guess i wouldn't say controversial but i mean at the end of the day it's up to you Pushing away your past delays your destiny. Yeah, it, it delays it It because now you are using your past as an excuse for everything that takes place in your life. Mm-hmm. Like a majority of time, what we it's see... It's not your crutch. No, no, no. A, major- a majority of time, what we see is girls, I've been hurt. A guy cheated on me. This happened. My, all this stuff. Like, I don't want to let anyone in. And then we see with guys, they've been hurt in some way. So they go and use other things to distract them Mm -hmm. and it's just a circle of events and then we end up hurting each other even more because guys end up using or vice versa whatever and girls end up trying to fill that void fill that want that love from someone and it never being fulfilling and i think unless you are truly content in yourself it is not smart to get into a relationship because you have to be able to know where you're going a relationship Mm -hmm. is not going to complete you it never has and never will And that is one of the problems in today's society is we think that a relationship, a friendship, something is going to fulfill that void in your heart, but it's not going to. No. You have to recognize that there's something greater than that. And there's something that you have to work on on your own before doing that. Because then what happens is you are now picking up on that other person's trauma. Because usually when people get in a relationship, they're both trying to fill that void. They're both trying to fill all of that. And then you now have their problems too. 
And yeah. that was what I did in one of my relationships. It was like, I wanted to help him so bad and I want to help him out. This you, want, pit. you wanted to fix him because it helped you feel like you were getting fixed. exactly. And honestly, it just made it worse Yeah. because then it delayed myself from healing from my problems because yeah. I was so focused on his problems that I saw past everything in myself because I neglected myself in the process of that. And you cannot neglect yourself for the purpose of helping someone else. No, completely. And that was the same thing for me. I went for a guy and it was purely, I mean, yes, there was feelings involved in everything like that, but partially, and, and I, in my past, I didn't like to admit it, but yeah. it was because I didn't think I could get anyone else. No one else would accept you settled. me. Yeah. And, and that is the biggest lie that any, anyone yes. across the board, girls, on, guys, whoever, it is the biggest lie that you have to settle because, oh, this is the best that I can do. Or, right. oh, this is the only person that's going to understand what I'm going through. Right. Oh, this person's the only one that's going to accept me for um, who I am and what's going on. And it's like, oh, uh, mm, hold on. If I could go back and smack myself, I'd smack myself with a frying pan. <laughs> My Lord. No, because it, it causes so much heartache. Mm-hmm. and and I want to go there for a minute it causes so much heartache and the wedge that was put between myself and reality mm. was devastating yeah it like it truly was devastating and um hmm it makes me very emotional to talk about it because a lot of people now see happy fun go happy Emily super outgoing all of these things and yes I've always been that way that is my personality 110 percent right but in that moment I don't think people realized how how low and and I didn't let on to it either and the anger that was built up the wedge that was drawn because I ran to a relationship not my family and security and the people that were supporting me I ran to a guy Mm -hmm. whom I was like oh my gosh you're the only thing that like is actually gonna like accept me oh my gosh because that's a false sense of security a relationship is not your security number one number two you will never heal you will never ever heal if you're chasing validation from someone else wow, that's from good. a place of hurt mm-hmm. versus finding validation in yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm only able to say I'm as confident as I am because I know who I am. That's so good. If you don't know who you are. Why do you th- think someone else is going why to? Do you think, yeah, exactly. Because uh, they're probably trying to figure it out the, the, the same. Self, correct. Right? Yep. So... I, I want to switch it uh, switch to the topic a little bit because we kind of cover like what trauma is how like our own personal trauma our stories a little bit but your mentality and I think um and this is good for people who even haven't had trauma but helping other people like kind of identify or walk it out or have friends who have you have different stages in in life and you guys can look this up in psychology and everything we're not going to get super blabbly with terms just because I'm not super blabbly with terms, <laughs> um, but when I was going through therapy and everything, and even like with my, my family has a bunch of counselors in it and everything like that, you have different mindsets and there's like sensual. We're only f- 
um, thinking, like where you're just in your feelings. There's where you're completely, um, oh my goodness, I wish I did know the terms though now, but it's like you have four different stages. It's where you can really see truth and reality mm-hmm. versus over fact. Truth is everlasting. Truth is always going to stay there. Like truth is, yes, I am here. I have my family, all of this. Fact is, I'm sitting in a chair. Yeah, that's great. I stand up in two minutes. Fact is, I'm standing up. Correct. But, okay, that seems like a silly example, but apply that to your life and apply that to your emotions. Apply that to your mindset. Okay, what's the truth versus the fact is, yeah, I'm upset right now. Yeah, I have a lot of anger right now. Am I an angry person all the time? No. That's good. Don't take the fact over the truth. And, um... I think that also helps a lot of people who have family members, who have friends that have gone through trauma, identifying what type of mindset they're in. You have to understand if you're on the outside. I'm going to talk to kind of people who are on the outside who haven't dealt with trauma a little bit um, or to such a level of extreme, I guess, manifestation of trauma is um, you kind of have to be a gauge and you have to gauge it for yourself because their reality is not is not true there is a sense of hurt therefore everything can hurt them um there is a sense of once it's done it'll always happen to me type mentality um and that goes that goes even with breakups and that goes with relationships one guy's um bad to a girl all men are like that you write everyone off you can have a bad friend now this is what i did i had a friend she made a bad choice now what did i do i wrote off all girlfriends Mm. I wrote off my senior One's year. One's actions does not determine everybody else. Correct. Correct. And, and and you have to realize as the person who is on the other side of it. Right. Or the person walking through it. Everyone is their own individual. And that goes with hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. And Come on. Go there. Yeah. Go we, there. We gotta go there. We go gotta there. Go there. <laughs> hurt people hurt people. Read rejection is simply a form of redirection because the person is dealing with their own hurt and trauma. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people reject all the time? Quote unquote reject. I don't believe rejection is even a thing. It stems from a root of somebody else not dealing with trauma in their life. Because a lot of times what happens is people get in a talking stage and then they get scared. They put up a wall and they say, no, I don't like you anymore. Or self-sabotage. Or- okay. <laughs> let's go there too. Um, sorry. People who go through like, you you'll so sabotage yourself because you're so scared of that rejection that you have for yourself when in reality no one sees you that way no nobody one, sees you that way yeah it's like literally okay oh uh, tiktok uh tiktok people think more about themselves than you could ever imagine like the amount that you think about yourself and that people reject you is the amount they think about themselves and people rejecting them like literally you're, they're not thinking about you i promise you a majority all, no all of my thoughts that sounds so selfish <laughs> it's like usually where do i need to go what do i need to do how do i feel today what do i like i'm not thinking 24 7 oh my gosh that guy i don't want him no more i reject him like i'm not thinking that i'm not thinking he's not good enough i'm not thinking of these different things and that's a problem in today's society people think that everyone cares so much about everyone when truthfully we live in a selfish society nobody cares Liter- okay literally i was watching a tiktok was I, was really on, I was on i was on i was on gym tiktok listen listen guys and this girl, were, there was this guy, he was just interviewing a whole bunch of people. He went up to this girl. He was like, hey, what's the biggest lie that people 
um, when they first start the gym, like, what's the biggest lie they believe? Mm-hmm. She was like, that everyone's looking at you and judging you. She That's goes, true. She was just like, we're not looking at you. We're looking at our own bodies. We're trying to fill or fill our own sets. We're not right. sitting there looking at you being like, oh, you can only lift a five pound dumbbell. We're like, yo, dude, cool. Awesome. We're going to see you progress. And that's awesome. Yeah. If they pay attention, that's what they're thinking. Yeah. If that, they pay attention. And, and I was like, wow, yeah, that's where that's you have to go so true. back. Like you have to think, am I thinking about anybody else in here other than myself? No. So no. then somebody else is probably thinking the same exact thing. And that goes with insecurities as well. And everybody has insecurities, whatever that insecurity may be. Understand that that insecurity doesn't define you. Um, I realized for me, actually being an extrovert was my biggest insecurity. I'm like, (laughs) no, and and that sounds really funny, but it's like, oh, are they think I'm too loud? Do they think I'm too much? Do they think I'm annoying? Am I, am I, am Mm -hmm. I this? Am I that? Blah, 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 blah. And who cares? Yeah. You have to get to the point of where you're like, am I going to miss out on, and we'll and we're gonna wrap it up soon but I want to leave you with this question and this kind of goes all across the board are you holding yourself back from the rest of your life and having regrets like are you going to be the reason why you have regrets because you're not willing to accept help or pursue a healthier mentality and lifestyle whether that be in insecurities whether that be in trauma whether that be in friends whether that be in relationships whether that be in family you have to be the one to make that change and choose to make that change. And if you're not going to, I suggest you rethink it because I just had the words on the tip of my tongue because you get to choose. You get to choose whether, whether or not you want to live your dream. Mm. You get to choose whether or whether or not you want to pursue your dream or fulfill your purpose. Absolutely. Yep. And then and the thing is, is like it's a choice mm-hmm. every single one of us have no matter where we came from, no matter our circumstances, no matter what we've been through, no matter our family, no matter anything, you get the choice. And if you don't take it, there's no one else to blame but, but yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. But at the end of the day, you have yourself to lean on and to root and to like push yourself forward. You have God. You have, you know, you have the people, the mentors around you. And there are resources. Right. And one thing that I want to leave you guys with is one of the biggest things I know a lot of girls can relate to this is we do something called overthinking. So do guys. So do guys. Like a lot of people. I think everyone overthinks. Yeah. And here's the thing. Overthinking does no good. Mm -mm. Um, I very easily let everyone's thoughts about me consume the overall output that I put in the world. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I want this person to like me. I want this person to care. I want this person to see me as this. I don't want them to think I'm weird. I don't want them to think these different attributes about me because I cared so much. But ever since I let that go and let go of the thoughts of other people upon me, I have finally grown into the calling that I'm supposed to be walking into yeah. mm-hmm. because overthinking takes you down a spiral. And then you're does. Mm-hmm. and yep. then you go to a deep hole. And what would you do with those thoughts? You know, you take those thoughts and you're overthinking how much more productive would it be if you took those thoughts and you used it towards something that was beneficial in your life? 
Yeah. You use it to focus on your career. You use it to focus on your relationship with God. The moment I start overthinking, I start praying. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Or the moment that I start over- overthinking, I say, I actually need to go work on this. I need to go work out. I need to do these different things because overthinking never does anyone any good. It any, if anything, it leads them to a deeper, darker hole. So the biggest thing I can say well, is... It twists out of control. Yeah. Like, it ends up... Your first initial overthinking thought right. turns into like a completely different thing five minutes down the line exactly and i think too it's like see the bigger picture try to see the bigger picture and you know me and abigail i think we've kind of over time have learned this i know we're both still we're both still learning you're always learning in life yeah. but there's over a billion people in the world mm, yeah there's over a billion Seven billion <laughs> there's over there's, there's so there's many over, there's so many individuals right think about every single person's life wow put yourself in someone else's shoes and then like think about dude there's over one billion of us there's over two billion Seven. of us there's over like, three four five like yeah there's so many people don't let one person out of the 1 billion, 2 billion, 3 billion, 4 billion, 5, whatever, define your future. That's so good. That's so good. Even if it's a family member. Even if it's your family member. Dude, fractured say- families can turn into fruitful families if you just deal with the p- trauma, you overcome through therapy, you overcome through a relationship with Christ, you overcome. And now you overcome period overcome period. Now you have the resources to build a fruitful family instead of living still in that fractured family from your childhood. Yeah. And I think we'll wrap up after this, but you have the opportunity to bring healing. Yeah. You have the opportunity to get healing for yourself, but then go back and maybe you don't know if your family's been hurt. You don't know if that person that hurt you has been hurt and that's why they're hurting other people and and it takes a big person to be able to say yeah they hurt me but now i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna try to help show them how much i healed and how they can get healed too but you have the opportunity to bring that healing and to bring that positivity back and and to really kind of set things back on track i think everyone has that opportunity so we want to leave you with just, you know, we're just talking it out, right? We're two college girls just talking it out, with just life experiences that we've had and things that we've right. learned. But think for yourself, what what do I need to do? Put, put yourself first in, in your thoughts a little bit of what do I need to do to become healthier? What do I need to do to get out of this state of mind? What do I need to do to pursue my dreams, to pursue my destiny? Mm-hmm. What can I do? And then start little. If that means waking up earlier or whatever to pursue your dreams, do it. It's yeah. going to suck, but do it. If you want to pursue healing, there's therapists, Google it. Like right. there's so many resources at the, at our fingertips literally our phones literally yeah there's so many resources to so many different things all it takes is a little bit of action action and curiosity and go for it yeah and then also if you think you're gonna receive the healing be aware that like we said in the beginning what you consume is what you're gonna feel 
Exactly. And I think that's one of the biggest problems in our generation. We're going to go on TikTok and our For You page is going to be all about breakups. We're going to like what you like is what comes on your feed. You start liking breakup videos. That's all that's going to come on. You start liking videos about somebody in your family not being there. That's going to that's what's going to come up. And it's the same with music. What you put in, what you listen to is going to affect your emotions and feelings. And if you want true healing, you have to see past what society cultivates into their life. Yep. If you want true healing, you have to step outside of the box. You have to see there's something bigger than yourself. And you have to recognize if I truly want to be full, if I truly want to be fulfilled, I have to do what a normal person would not do. It requires an action and it requires you to step into that calling in your life. That goes back to a quote that we said in our um, in our second series. But it's oh, I'm sorry. Not even our second series. Uh, I'm just (laughs) kidding. Our first series is successful. People do what unsuccessful people don't want to do. And that's the same thing with healing. It's the same exact thing. If you want healing, people are going to go out of their way. They're going to go into the uncomfortable and they're going to do it. Where people who are comfortable, you become stagnant. Yep. Get uncomfortable, guys. Uncomfortable is going to hurt, but uncomfortable is going to be worth it. Uncomfortable is going to grow you and stretch you in ways you had no idea you were able to. Right. Um, yeah. Awesome. Okay, well babes that was just a little mental health emily and i just really felt it heavy on our hearts so we wanted to share some of that with you and one thing i want to put out there is if you guys are listening to this and you truly do need help reach out to us reach out to us you can dm us you can email us we we have been call us whatever form of communication you can reach out because we have been through it and honestly the purpose of our podcast we don't care if a thousand people are listening or one person is listening we want it to touch your guys's hearts so that way you can feel like you have a safe space that you can feel that you can reach out and people actually genuinely genuinely care because we care because we were once where y'all were potentially so if you're really feeling that reach out we can get you connected with therapists we can get you connected even just by building a friendship with us like we don't want you guys to just be people that listen we want to build a friendship with y'all we want to be able to connect because there's so much power in fellowship and there's so much power in knowing that people care and that Mm -hmm. people want you to grow right and like i think for emily and i like we met when i was entering that season in my life (laughs) like literally when i was entering my season of healing emily and i met and i just remember bawling my eyes it was only a year after me (laughs) (laughs) i just remember bawling my eyes out in front of emily and i I was like oh my god (laughs) but I, we both were balling, we both yeah. were <laughs> but i think there's so much power and because of that like our friendship's like very much inseparable because of that just because there's so much power in the fact that we there's we, we connected knowing that we could relate but also she was ahead of me so she could help me get what i needed so now i definitely am overcoming like i just finished therapy and i just finished all of that and i feel like Emily can tell my, my actions. I'm a different person. Like I'm like literally like I used to look like person. I had a weight on my shoulders mm-hmm. and now I walk around with that weight off my shoulders and I'm walking in so much more freedom and that's where friends come in and that's where fellowship comes in and that's where people can really have an influence on your life. Yeah, babes. We just, my heart is definitely and the heart of this podcast is to create a space for everyone. Mm-hmm. Whoever you are, girl guy we don't care whatever 
walk of life you're walking we don't care we care about you as individuals right. and and you are an individual and we want to just connect with you so if you have any questions reach out to us everything's in our bio on instagram um that is probably the best way to connect with us is at through Bay instagram Podcast. and i'll Bay insert Podcast. all of the social media stuff on youtube yeah so um yeah we love you babes this was just really heavy on our hearts again and yep. we just kind of wanted to share and get a little vulnerable with you guys about some things and um yeah we love you guys we do. so much we thank do. you so much for, for tuning everything. in right we'll we can't wait to see you guys next, next week, week with evie yes dude i'm so excited it's gonna be awesome so we'll see you all next week bye, bye babes, babes.